This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. I hurt my hands on the clap. <laughs> oh, Scott's got the clap. <laughs> Just like uh, the guy from uh, Field of Dreams. Or no, yeah, Leave yeah, it Alone. No. Yeah, Field of Dreams works. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, today we're talking about Dawn of the Dead. The remake that came out in 2004. Yay. Directed directed by Zack Snyder, written by George A. Romero, based on the characters of, and James Gunn. Ooh. Starring Sarah Polly, Ben Rames, Mickey Pfeiffer. Toast. Toast. Uh, Ty Burrell, Mike, Michael Kelly. I don't know much people. That bald guy from House of Cards. That's Michael <laughs> Kelly. Oh, there it is. Good actor. Uh, yeah. Ty Burrell, I forgot he was in this. <laughs> All right, um, this was my keeping with the horror movies. We're you know doing that for a couple more weeks, and then this is uh, my selection. And I, uh, it's because I love this movie. I saw it when it came out in the movie theaters. I had been a big fan of the all the original Romero zombie movies, and uh, me and my friends went to go see it. Not Scott and Alex, real friends. Oh, and, thanks. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got nothing. Spe- <laughs> special guest Matt. Uh, maybe somebody else. I'm not sure. Anyway, it came out. We loved it. Um, found out the Zack Snyder died. This guy's pretty cool. And then I don't think he's made a good movie since. I ain't gonna be wrong. Three hundred was incredibly dumb, but fun. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I did not know until we rewatched it that James Gunn wrote it. Yeah. You know, didn't didn't know that. So that's pretty cool. Um. All right, Scott. What's your history with the movie? So, uh, knew about this one because of Jeff. Like, I, I was aware of it, but Jeff was like, oh, we need to, we, well, you guys should watch this. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And then we watched it at your place. I think I've seen it a couple times at your place <laughs> or your places over the years. Um, so, yeah, watched it on digital video disc. This is one of the ones I had in HD digital di- video disc. Oh, my. I don't think I ever watched it on that. <laughs> yeah. That was a good investment. All right, Alex. Yeah, same. I saw it at your house. All right. This is the rare movie. The rare movie where Jeff turned us on to something that we weren't quite aware of. Yeah. It was cool. We even saw like the uh, the the DVD or HD DVD or whatever we saw had the extra scene of uh, what happened from the perspective of the guy at the gun shop, which was really cool. Oh. I don't remember that. You don't? Oh, no. it's pretty awesome. It has a happy ending. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> All right. Well, as usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. And I will go first as my voice cracked. Um, <laughs> Mr. Wibbly, it happened again. So there's a lot of things I like about this. Uh, there's a couple things I don't. and, and it's, it's not even bad. just his... I just didn't like the character, and you said Ty Burrell. His character just pisses me off throughout this whole movie. And I know it's designed to, but it's still, it still wears thin. 
he just like the security guards they they change right they have a little bit of a arc to their story this he does not he's just a douchebag from point from day one but that's horror zombie movies to begin with i get it but hey he did a good job at it and i yeah. did not like him um so every time i see him and i just forgot how bad he was and then the other thing that annoys me is that he just happens to have his boat key on him in the zombie apocalypse and that it's not like it's a convenient thing that floater thing would take up your entire pocket <laughs> it's like he's packing sausage in there or something i don't know so yeah that's why the zombies of- chased him Tyrell's character in this, and then I do like God. I don't know any of the characters' names. Uh, yeah, I don't remember Sarah, Sarah Polly's character when he goes, "Oh, if one of those things <laughs> turn, uh, if I turn, you have the permission to shoot me." And she, without hesitation, "Oh, I'll will." I like that. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That's my number seven. All right, Scott. Uh, my number seven is the the old lady zombie uh, that that comes in with the. She, well, she doesn't start off as a zombie. No, she pretty much did. Yeah, but uh, yeah. And she comes in, they try to take care of her. Like, I I get that they don't quite get how everything works, but like, the telltale signs are there. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty stupid about it, but uh, yeah, they just the you, you take the 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 juxtaposition there of this woman that could barely. I forget, was she, like, unconscious when she got there? Or she was just yeah, she was, like, feverish, yeah. Yeah, okay, but, yeah, just could barely move, and just, like, to look at her, you know, probably doesn't move very fast. And then all of a sudden, she goes into full zombie mode, and she's chasing down Sarah Polly. Um, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a cool, like, still kind of dumb, but, uh, you know, horror movie thing, where they put the, the cloth over her, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden she sits up. Um... And then it's also sad because the the one redneck guy is like, oh, she didn't even have a name, <laughs> like no nobody yeah. even knew who she was. And then she had a cool death. Uh, so Polly gets to do a lot of zombie killing in this movie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, she gets stabbed in the through the eye of the poker. So yeah, yeah, poker old lady face. zombie. Just just showing that that uh, once you're zombie, like all bets are off. Yeah, but let's, let's talk about that. You say she went into full zombie mode, but most zombie mode movies is not that. I, well, I have this more is... to say about that, yeah. Yeah, okay. same. All right, then I'll wait. Um, My next one, right, actually. Al- All right, Alex, number seven. My number seven is I like how there is a very short buildup between uh, everything is normal to everything just goes to shit. Because they pepper in like a lot of clues, like when... Uh, uh, what's her face is in the hospital and they're saying, "Well, why'd they order like a a CAT scan or, or a head X-ray if he got bitten in the hand?" Stuff like that. Right. It, it was a little bit on the nose, but I still appreciated that it was like really short. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a ton of build. There was some like news on the radio while she was flipping through the music and everything, and you get to see a little girl that was skating backwards, and everything is great. And this is like less than five minutes into the movie. Yeah, but yeah, more want to say about that. So uh, that was pretty awesome. I like the show. It got the business quick. It definitely did, and I will have more to say about this later as well. Ooh, oh my! All right, um, on to my number six, and this is one of those where it's the whole zombie baby thing. (laughs) Ugh, yeah. It it had the potential. It was such a build up, and I think it's a letdown. I, I really. Yeah, I, I didn't like the way 
And then the stupid jump scare when she pulls the blanket and it's like, yeah, like it was Quato or something. I don't know. I, it, but that's why I, I've mixed. I don't hate it, but I think it could have been done better. I guess that's all I have to say. It, uh, it, really, really, the you have more to say about it later, but really, the only thing I hate about it is just what a fucking moron Mackay Pfeiffer's character turns into. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like, yeah, he's landed by love. Loses his mind, which which is another thing that I'll talk about, like. More having to do with the characters, but uh, everything else about that scene is like fucking freaky. Yeah, yeah, and it could be because I've seen this movie so many times that a lot of the scares just get lost on me because I know it's happened and I know it was tense the first time I saw it, and I'll never forget. I was Celis on the opening night, and as he goes in when she's like taking her last breaths, and he like leans in to kiss her, the guy somewhere around me is like, "Don't kiss her, kill that bitch." <laughs> oh, I was dying. But yeah, I just felt it didn't quite live up to it, but I don't hate it. It's just it's a mixed thing, so I wanted to talk about it because I, I just think little baby at the end just with his little arms going out, like, eh, like just didn't really work for me. But the whole scene of her it happening and then like it moving in her belly and everything it was cool, and creepy. So that's my number six, Scott. Uh, number six, I have written down fast moving zombies, comma nope. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, there there'd been plenty of stuff like before this, like even going back to Evil Dead. I'm I'm definitely not a horror movie aficionado, um, so I can't say like when the the fast moving zombie became a thing. But but if you're just following the the George Romero, uh, I I don't know type of zombie, like this is this is not that. Um, it follows a lot of the the other Romero stuff where you know they go to the ball and. Um, you know, it's more about the people than it is about the zombies, really. Um, but, yeah, like, right away you see them moving fast, and you're like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> there, there's that one scene that, that Jeff, I think Jeff always laughed at, it was the, like, the Asian dude, the Asian zombie <laughs> in the beginning, that does, like, the like the 90 degree turn, and you find out they only has one arm. Like, just the the tank turn that he does, and he starts running after them. Uh, yeah. Um, it's actually kind of funny looking, but uh, yeah, throughout the no, neighborhood. Good. Sorry, the one I like at the beginning is it's when her boyfriend or husband. Yeah, when the husband's chasing after the car, like at full tilt. Yeah, <laughs> and then just sees an easier target and just bolts and goes after the guy in the walker or whatever. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, that, of the movie. that's awesome. Yeah, he's just feral instinct. Uh, but yeah, just hauling after the car, like, and you know, and for two thousand and four, you know, I. For, I don't know, to keep audiences interested, this is a Zack Snyder movie, so uh, <laughs> I don't think you can get away with the slow-moving zombies. Like, otherwise, you know, what's to keep them from, from? Well, I guess the, at one point there's like a shitload of zombies outside, right? Yeah, yeah. But, a shitload. But yeah, it's still, it out a but, but if they're slow, it still makes it a lot easier to eventually get away. So I guess it adds to the, to the tension of them being stuck there. Yeah, and I'm a traditionalist. I do prefer the slower moving zombies, and I thought I would hate it, but it works for this, and I'm fine to have like a one off. Like the first time I remember fast moving zombies was 28 days later. Oh, those aren't zombies. I know, but they, it is a zombie movie, so I don't. Yeah, care yes, I know. <laughs> was uh, it, who directed that? What's his face? Oh, the English guy who did. Um, uh, what's that guy's name? 
Uh, look it up real quick. Yeah, Danny Boyle. Is that Danny Boyle? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, infected, or, right. yeah, it's infected. They're not zombies, okay? Yeah. Every interview. Well, they never on, like that's, that's they don't they never say zombie in this movie, right? I don't think they do in any movies, really. Yeah. They 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 do. A lot of movies. Oh, do. they do. Mm-hmm. In this one they don't. I don't think the Romero movies they ever say it. Yeah. They'll say it in like Return of the Living Dead, like the ones that are a little fun, you know, little But yeah, they never do. Which is always one of those things that you have to like take for granted. Like seriously, has no one watched the fucking zombie movie? You got to shoot him in the head like yeah, that's true. like Walking Dead does that too. They never mention the word zombie, and no yes. one has never heard of it. You're like, what the fuck? Well, because in that universe, there has never been like a zombie movie. I know, but it's kind of funny that, but like Zombieland, if I remember correctly, they know what zombies are, right? Yeah, right. Or uh, what about um, the Simon Pegg? Yeah, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it's like zombies out there. Don't do that. Do it. <laughs> Don't use the Z word. <laughs> oh, okay. Are they out there, though? No, it looks clear. Oh, wait, there they are. It's <laughs> like a huge crowd of them. <laughs> so, uh, back to Scott's point. I agree with you. I It works for this movie. I'm atrocious. I like the slower ones, but this it works for me in this movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Alex, number six. My number six is... I like the sound design. And to create, like, a really creepy, like, tense atmosphere, you have to have really good sound, and you have to spike it at the right moments. And for the most part, I think this movie does it really well. A lot of the sounds are, like, really crisp. Uh, Like, the ambient noises are sometimes just, like, light breathing, like, that you could barely hear when when they're, like... uh, You know, in whatever situation, like, they're, they're clearing out the mall or whatnot. And the, and I think they overdid it a little bit in the alien scene that they had in the garage when they found the dog. But other than that, the sound design is great in this movie. The alien scene? Yeah, they're in the garage because they want to flip the power back on. And then you just see a shadow running back and forth. Oh, it's going the movie alien. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It should be a cat. <laughs> Should have been. Yeah. But then you couldn't use a cat to go across the street. And... Anyway. Yeah, that cat would have just fucked up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Peace out, suckers. I'm out. Um, all right, on to my number five. And I really liked uh, the ending credits for this movie. With uh, Okay, they made it on the boat, or at least a few of them did. And then just the footage. And first of all, it's cut with... His video of him and his little pleasure cruises with the girls and everything, and then it gets cut to their stuff. I just thought that was really cool. And then inter- the music and everything from this movie is really good, too, and the way they just intermix it all. Um, yeah, I really I, dug it. Yeah, I really liked it, too, just from the standpoint of they're just normal people. They just kind of hatch this plan that goes horribly awry, and turns out that the whole island thing was bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I also like how they're they're on their last. Both of them, Sarah Polly and uh, Ving Rhames, are on their last nerves with the the kids. <laughs> the camera out of my face. The the yeah. girl and the whatever the I I don't remember their names. Secure, one of the security guards. Yeah, right? but like Ving Rhames is like ready to shoot both of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty fucking far from okay. Yeah, so I just thought it was really cool. The movie ends. You get the. The release, and then nope. Yeah. So that's my number five. 
Scott. Okay. So my number five is the the whole thing that plays out with the 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 guy across the way. The and mm -hmm. that's the gun shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, he's kind of a, a it's it's a really cool um, like plot device, bit of writing, whatever you want to call it, uh, to kind of gauge where the where the where the outside world is. So even though he's not far away at all. It's like, okay, they keep checking up on him, and his situation keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Um, until, you know, he's finally writing on that board, like, like I'm not going to last much longer. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's really sad, and just just kind of the, you know, I'll say more about this in a bit, but the, just the, the human aspect of it, where these other, these people are, are forced to, to watch him, you know, and they you have to start really thinking about making a tough decision. Um that that also goes horribly right. <laughs> um, so in a way, the security guards were right from the get go, um, even though they they kind of had to change of heart. But uh, yeah, just yeah, it's so sad seeing that guy like up there by himself, and um, you know they're they're like at first they're like you know so happy, and everybody goes out there. Well, I who I think like Ving Rams is out there the most, like signing to him right. or whatever. Yeah, but um, playing chess. Yeah, yeah, it's just like that's cool. It's like a human moment. Like, who knows? Like in real life, these guys probably have nothing in common. Um, but here they are in the situation, and they're, you know, they're, they're trying to keep human contact with each other, just like in the oh, like the the crudest way possible. Um, it's just like the whole concept of that. Mm -hmm. And the visual at the end when he gets turned and he just puts blood all over the board. He's like, "Hold on, wait!" He's on the roof. He's writing something. It's like, oh shit! You gotta get out of there. <laughs> That's cool. All right, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five, much like you, Jeff, is the opening credits. I like how this movie treats the audience as if they've never seen a zombie movie before. So they do the opening credits. They use it that little time efficiently to set up like what the world is like, what it's, what's, you know, what's gonna transpire in like in the days to come, like civil unrest, like. Everybody's looting. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. Military operations, stuff like that, with uh, shots of like stock footage and some film stuff in there. I thought that was really effective in setting up like the whole world and the situation that everybody's in. Totally agree, and I have more to say on this later. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, so we're on to my number four. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my number four is basically all the gore. It's it's got. It's not over. It's not uh, you know uh, what we call gore porn or whatever. It's not over the top, but you ha it's good zombie killing gore headshots and head explosions and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got to have that mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, and I think it's just the perfect amount. And then I'll shout out to the girl getting chainsawed on the way out is pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this yeah. can't end well. Yeah. Get my yeah. nuts bitten off by an alligator. That's the way I want to go. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's that for? It's naked gun. Oh. And there Norberg's in the hospital room and he's in a coma and it's like, that's no way for a man to die. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're talking to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> she starts crying. Uh, but yeah, anyway, her getting the chainsaw uh, in, the, in the... I don't know why that guy pulled that thing out anyway, but anyway. Oh, because there, there was one zombie hanging out from the back. He's like, I'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah, and he pulls it from the outside anyway. It was... A lot of great gore stuff in this, but that one, I, Scott already mentioned the, the one zombie getting it in the eye, and another guy 
gets it in the neck up through the chin right through the top of the head out of the head yep cool cool stuff but yeah i thought the chainsaw one was she got cut in half is that is my number four scott okay uh my number four um again with the plays into the 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 guy across the the way in the top of the gun shop is you know the the most compelling part of the movie is the just the the human interactions um you know it's kind of a hallmark of these really good zombie movies um you know and honestly you could you could say the same thing about horror movies in general is just throwing people in in horrible situations and seeing how they react but mm-hmm. this is a little bit different because they're not really running away from anything um there's not like a killer lurking like some mystery monster like it's very clear what the threat is um besides other people um and you get some of that like you know they would say like the the greatest monster is man or whatever um or man was truly the the only monster but uh you know, see all these people come together um I they they did a really good job like building up some of the relationships here about like Sarah Polly and being Rames's character how they kind of come to like respect and love each other how the that security guard comes around and you know he's on board for the crazy plan to escape toward the end um how the uh you know Polly and then the other random dude like you know form almost a romantic relationship even though like her husband and kids just died you know there's all these people just doing whatever they can to like kind of hold on to their sanity um you know they and through all that they're trying to you know keep keep a level of normalcy you know they they try to have that Thanksgiving dinner which doesn't go well um you know, they, Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then you even, you know, you, and then you have the the two, like, I don't know, teenagers, like, like young adults, like form form a relationship based on all the you know, fear, and they they latch onto each other and become super annoying. But uh, yeah, just just all these people coming together in the ending, other than like Ty Burrell's character, and people get turned into zombies. Um, <laughs> You know, they're trying try to do what they can. Uh, and, you know, like, some of them, like, sacrifice for the other ones, too. Um, and, you know, it, it you know, builds into the whole thing of, uh, you know, back, Jeff talked about the ending where, yeah, none of it really mattered, but <laughs> they tried. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Which is which is really all you can do in the zombie apocalypse, really. Uh, but, yeah, no, I actually enjoyed, for especially for a Zack Snyder movie, the, the human interaction. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, it was one of his early works. He didn't know what he was doing yet. He probably had to follow guidance. Well, it's a James Gunn script. We'll, we'll give the credit. Yeah, well, that too, yeah. There you go. Um, the one thing I was I was laughing, I never caught this before until this time, is when they're having their sit down, they're talking about their past or whatever, and like the best job you ever had, worst job. And the main character is like, oh, I was a hu- terrible husband. You know, I've already been married. I've had three divorces or whatever. The guy, he's probably like his early 30s, if that. And he had three divorces. Like, that's pretty fucking awful, man. Yeah, that's bad. It, it feels like they're trying to write in this. They just cast the character way too young. or so. I, just, I was like, how the hell have you been through three wives already? You're like 30 years old. Jeez. Oh, no, that, that stood out to me. And then the other thing I wanted to get into, this is more zombie related. But you mentioned that, you know, in all these zombie movies, man ends up usually being the worse than the zombies. This movie doesn't do that as much, except for like the Tyrell character a little bit, and the Makai uh, like Pfeiffer going nuts. Yeah. yeah, but he went nuts. He didn't like do it on purpose. Like, 
like in the original Dawn of the Dead, right? Like Tom Savini's biker gang comes in and fucks everybody up in the in the mall. And uh, if you watch Walking Dead, that's that's why one of the reasons I stopped watching that show is every single. I believe humanity be fucked up with each other during zombie apocalypse and they do a lot of bad shit but not every single fucking group like, <laughs> every time you meet a new person it, they're they're just scum and I'm like ugh it gets old so quick so even Jesus especially he Jesus he probably would in Walking Dead oh you mean that Jesus character in The Walking Dead yeah forgot about him he's a good guy yeah in the comics he was a good guy too yeah I know he's goodness but I swear like every single time they'd run into a new group of people they were just scum seriously no hope at all this didn't seem to have that as much right they were helping each other the security guards kind of didn't have that but they changed um mm-hmm. so anyway it's something i wanted to mention because like i said in the, the original one that does become an issue where they're kind of safe in there until the other humans show up and fuck things up yep uh all right i don't know where we are at scott number or alex number four sure okay uh, my number four is the running zombies, and I believe, yeah, I can't, I don't know whether it was 28 Days Later or this movie that, like, introduced them, but it kind of revitalized the the zombie movie genre, and it, it made them as popular as they are today. I mean, they're kind of waning right now, but we've got a steady stream of zombie stuff going, and uh, without the running zombies, we really wouldn't. Uh, also, we wouldn't have Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2, which are amazing games. Those were great games. <laughs> That's where it pretty fun. Fantastic. Yeah, we did. We had a lot of zombie movies, and then like The Walking Dead, which was huge for the longest mm-hmm. time. And then I Zombie. Mm-hmm. I like that show. I've never know, seen I've, it. I've never watched it. Is it any good? It always felt like Super CW, so I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it is, but it, it, I like, I like uh, the premise. I, we forget sometimes that Jeff likes his stories. <laughs> I yeah. do. Although I haven't watched any of that stuff in a long time, but yeah, I def- definitely watched the. F- I think I only watched the first season, but I really liked it. Okay, hmm. recommend. All right, uh, on to my number three, and this is one of the the funnier, lighthearted moments, <laughs> lighthearted snipings. <laughs> oh, those the, are cool. Yeah, and the guy when they were ha- the Vin Rangs would hold up a person's name, all of a sudden the guy would snipe, you know, Burt Reynolds or yeah, that that was great. Jay Leno, yeah, yeah. Jay Leno, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Rosie. I just, I don't know why all these celebrities are. <laughs> and then the mall wasn't even in L.A., right? Wasn't it in? I guess supposed to be like yeah. They mentioned where they Detroit, or Chicago, yeah, like somewhere maybe. in the Midwest. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in the Midwest. <laughs> I don't know why all these L.A. celebrities are hanging out there, but whatever. It, it's hilarious. And well, they were the, lookalikes. It's just what they look like. I I guess. <laughs> they weren't Jay Leno and Burt Reynolds weren't really there in the same pack of zombies. I think they were. <laughs> it, makes more sense what you're, it makes more sense what you're saying, but I, I want to <laughs> stick with my version. But... Uh, I like the way it was shot, where you had, oh, you just see this guy look like Burt Reynolds, his head explodes, and then it just cuts to him holding a sign that says Burt Reynolds. Like, oh, that's what's going on. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so that's my number three. Alec, or Scott, number three. Okay. So, uh, my number three is the, 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 the AT moment I haven't written down here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my number... My number three also. <laughs> they, they, it's on its face. It's like okay, 
This kind of makes sense. They need to put some extra armor on the car to make sure that the zombies can't pull it apart, that they can plow through them. And then you see them build the hole for the chainsaw. <laughs> like, you've never seen it before. You're like, oh, that's that's probably not a good idea. And yeah, sure enough, like <laughs> that poor girl uh, uh, gets. Does she get cut all the way in half, or just like right through her midsection? Like Almost her? like through her midsection. Yeah, least. yeah. The so, I think it's like yeah, through her neck and shoulder. I think down to her stomach. Yeah. Okay. And then. The guy dies in the crash also. Either from the same chainsaw or from a broken neck, I couldn't tell. Yeah. So, well, yes, a chainsaw against a zombie seems like it would be pretty effective. Uh, you know, assuming that you didn't want to get zombie blood all over you. That's one of the, the, the rules about zombie movies, by the way, they never really make clear. It seems like you can get zombie blood all over you all day long. It's only if they bite you that you're in trouble. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me. Because, like, if you're going to take a chainsaw out of a zombie, some of that's getting in your mouth. Assuming you don't have, like, some special covering. Just saying. But yeah, mm -hmm. It depends on the zombies thing. Because, like, Walking Dead's totally different than any of that, either. So. Yeah, in The Walking Dead, everybody's pretty much already infected. It just doesn't kick in until you die, from whatever yeah. reason. Uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I, I... Yeah, I don't ask too many questions. Um... But yeah, you, if you just got shown the shot, you know you never even saw a zombie. You're gonna come. You're gonna be reanimated. Interesting. In that, in that world, yeah. So like, if if you got bit in the like, like in the leg or something, it wouldn't matter. Uh, well, that actually happens in the story. <laughs> I mean, assuming it wasn't like uh, like enough like enough to like draw some blood, but not necessarily like open up like an artery. No, if it breaks the skin, you're infected. Yeah. But if you cut your leg off quick enough before it spreads, you won't die from it, so therefore you won't get turned. Oh, I see. So it spreads much more quickly. Like, like a, Okay. I, I think yeah. you kind of said. Um, but anyways, back to my number three. <laughs> the, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just the AT moment. Um, and then yeah, the, the horse chainsaw thing going horribly awry. <laughs> so let, let that be a lesson to anybody from the zombie apocalypse. Like, Really, if you if you're not experienced using a chainsaw, just don't, just don't bother. Yeah, don't. Pick Agreed. up the zombie survival guide. They have some great tips there. Yep. All right, uh, Alex, number three. Uh, the same murder buses, is what I called them. Uh, they had some really cool scenes, especially with the uh, and they actually use this in Left for Dead too. Uh, where they have the gas cans, but they ha they put like little lighters, the l road flares on them, so it would attract some zombies and stuff. But you shoot them out, and they create like a huge shockwave to kind of clear some of the initial zombie waves, so the trucks can get moving. That's pretty awesome. That was a pretty damn big explosion, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> that was something a predator could ignite with his little wristwatch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right on to my number two and mine is the music from this which uh i i felt this music was very 90s and i think it is but this did come out in 2004 so i don't know but um everything from you know like disturbed and stuff like that and then the um johnny cash obviously johnny cash and then some good. some of the yeah. the like the remakes where it'd be like 
it was a Dick Trickles version or whatever. Oh, not Dick Trickle. That's a racer. Uh, <laughs> Dick, Dick, really Dick Trickle racer? Uh, thinking Dick about Dick, Dick Dale? Dick Cheese. No, I'm thinking of Dick Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> These are real names, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not making them up. But uh, Seriously? What he's doing... You weren't thinking of Dick Dale? No. All right. Dick... Not the surfing guitar. Was there one? Was <laughs> Dick know. Dale in the soundtrack? No. No. Yeah, no, but like that one montage where they're kind of all having fun and they're playing down with the sickness, but it's yeah the Dick Cheese version where it's Ramon, Lounge Singer, yeah, yeah, and then uh, I don't know, I just like the music. For it. it just felt very, like I said, it felt '90s to me, but it came out in 2004, so what do I know? And the '90s bled a little deeper into the 2000s than I realized, but I really liked it. It's fun. Uh, that's my number two, Scott. All right. Uh, my number two was a zombie baby. Because as soon as they cut back that... It was like, CGI zombie baby. CGI zombie baby. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, this this can't be good. And then, yeah, like, nope. you, like you mentioned, Jeff, like, stomach writhing around like that. Like, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I don't know if it would have been... <laughs> I, I don't know if it would have been better if the baby just burst out of her. <laughs> like a... Like a... Uh, Xenomorph. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah, just, yeah, him just holding her down, still trying to get his baby. And, you know, like, and then he, like, his wife's clearly a zombie and he freaks out when the other woman shoots his wife. Uh, like, I still don't get that. Like, I get that he would, uh, like, he's insane. Loses his shit, but, like, to that degree, I don't know. I just didn't yeah, buy that it. happens in zombie movies. Yeah. yeah. People do crazy stuff, but. Um, and then it turned out that the zombie was a baby. Um, and then Sarah Polly gets to do more zombie killing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Off screen, of course. Was, I, I don't think... Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was ever a time in history it would have been cool to shoot a zombie baby. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Still still not. So, I'm not on screen anyways. Yeah. All right. Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is the great blood work in this movie. It's right from the first bite, when uh, Sarah Polly's husband gets bit, it's awesome, just gushing everywhere, and uh, yeah, all the head explosions, uh, great squib work. Yeah, yeah, it was just all gross. It was. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, and like not too much, like I said earlier. I think that's the perfect amount. I don't know. Remember when they found that when zombie in the sports store that was eating another guy and then that guy came up <laughs> he was trying to get at him with his guts all hanging out <laughs> that was awesome as I'm trying to see makeup department so there's a bunch of people so I mean and, I know Tom Savini made a cameo but I was gonna say Tom Savini was the sheriff but I don't see him in the uh it's not obvious anyway that he worked on the special on the makeup and stuff. But yeah, he was, does have a cameo as the county sheriff. Yeah, put another bullet in her brain. We got a twitcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to my number one. And my number ones, I think Alex Cardi already mentioned the opening credits. I think the whole cold open, including the opening credits, is just this movie just starts off. Y- yes, I could not agree more. Yep. Yeah, it's. You mentioned just a very little bit. Okay, this girl's working out of the hospital. There's some weird stuff going on, but you don't really know. She goes home with her boyfriend, and it's very, you know, uh, they, well, they, have, they have sex or take a shower together. I don't remember exactly. And then 
they wake up and the little girl's in the hallway and it just fucking just goes crazy and he attacks she attacks him and then her whole thing in the bathroom and then she gets in her car and thinks that it's taken out after her and then she, and it's like oh this, this is too hard i'm gonna go after this dude in the walker she's driving down the street the big gas uh gasoline trunk explodes and then it just dawn of the dead and then it plays the johnny cash um song which i fucking love when the man comes around and then and i just remember the movie everyone just started laughing because we're all like holy shit this thing just started and it's already fucked up like everyone just like oh, we, haven't even, we haven't even breathed the first 10 minutes yeah and loved it um i was trying to get laura to watch it with me and she didn't want to watch it and then i was like just watch the first 10 minutes or she didn't want to start it that late i think that's what it was and then okay like, fuck now i want to watch it i'm like right, okay sorry and then, <laughs> but because it's so addicting that first 10 minutes it's like yeah. oh yeah it's a great opening so yeah and that the Johnny Cash I play that song all when I go to jukeboxes I love playing that song when a man comes around that's my Johnny Cash <laughs> alright uh, Scott number two number one number one is, is the intro uh, everything we've already mentioned um, just things starting off with the kid and then the husband, and then just you see the the whole neighborhood, like it's not already turned to, all to chaos, but you see it happening, like like fucked up things happening in other people's houses in the neighborhood. Um, and Sarah Polly's character um, has enough wherewithal to get the fuck out of there, like even though it's her. I mean, obviously her husband's trying to kill her, so maybe that was an easy decision to make to run. Yeah, that helped um, a bit. Yeah, but. Yeah, then him just chasing after her, and then, like Jeff said, he just peels off because there's, like, an easier target. Uh, yeah, just the the whole getting out of suburbia thing. Uh, like, you know, the most, like, peaceful setting possible, and then everything just evolves from there. Uh, yeah, and then, and then, like you said, you're hooked. Uh, yeah. they, they hook you in. Um, yeah, better than the, than the ending is the intro. Yeah. Now, speaking of the, the, we were talking about the news footage, Alex said, you know, in the opening credits when they're doing stuff. Do you remember the, I think it's when the security guards are watching it and they show everyone going to what fort, the fort that Vin Rangs is trying to get to. Oh, yeah. And they're showing all the buses being unloaded there. And there's just that one infected person you see getting off. And like, they don't mention it ever again, but then they say it's all gone after that. It's that, because it was yeah, that yeah. one, you can see one infected girl just getting off in there and it's, that's enough to destroy the whole base. Yep, that was pretty cool. All right, uh, any honorable mentions? And my number one. Oh, sorry, Alex. <laughs> is the uh, is actually the downer ending. I love okay. it because you they get to the dock and what's his face is you know he's bit and he makes the last sacrifice at the edge of the water and everything, and then you hear the gunshot and the credits start rolling. So it's like oh, okay, you know it's you know I. The audience is left to think, oh, maybe they made it off to the island and, you know, everything's all right after that. And then <laughs> the the video starts rolling in after the credits and you see that, nope, nothing is ever going to be all right. <laughs> Not in this movie. Yeah. That's, That's pretty awesome. I mean, you still don't know what happened to him. I like to think that they uh, uh, starved peacefully out in the middle of the ocean. They just... Put, like pushed back off into the water. Yeah, or they ran out of they ran out of water, most likely. Since yeah, there's plenty. Well, maybe there aren't any fish in the sea. 
Maybe they didn't have any fishing tools or anything, but yeah. But they didn't oh. turn. Is what I like to think, at least. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's the yeah. only hope this movie gives you. That lets you sleep. Yeah. Um. All right. Now, anybody have any honorable mentions? I think we covered it. <laughs> nope. Uh, honorable mention to uh, Sarah Pauly's stunt double <laughs> that did the spill into the bathtub. Because that looked like it fucking hurt. Oh, yeah. Jeebus H. She would have been knocked out. Like, yeah. but it's like, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, no blood, no nothing. She's just in the bathtub and gets right up, like, almost immediately. I'm like, come on. You'd be concussed. Yeah. Out of everything unbelievable in that movie, <laughs> it was that little scene. But it was a yeah. great shot, top down. Yeah. All right, before we rate it, I do, why ha- we have to talk about this, because I don't think we've done a zombie movie before, and everyone has this conversation. Where would you hide, or where would you go in a zombie apocalypse? So, you know, I used to, like, without thinking, just say Costco, but, like, yep. all it would take is, like, fucking, like, 20 other people to have that idea in order to be fucked. So, that's <laughs> Yeah, out. I think the secret's out. That's out. Yeah. And also, Costco just has too many, like, points of egress. Like, it would be too hard to secure. Not only from yeah, that, I, but from other I people I disagree with that, but... You could... Yeah. That said, there are all those, uh, like, all the... The rafters or whatever, not the rafters, but like the shelving, like so you could like build up, and the zombies you could build something that like, the zombies couldn't climb um, to make it easy. Um, that said, um, well, Jeff, let me let's back up here. <laughs> Are we talking about fast moving zombies or normal zombies? <laughs> um, normal. I mean, fast moving zombies, but they yeah they can't climb. We'll say that. Okay. Does that does that help? I mean, I would try to to get out to Whew. so All right, well, okay, I'll let Alex go, yeah, well, you think let Alex go Costco. um thinking about it, well, if anything, I would stay put first of all because we're on the second floor, uh so it would automatic it would be harder to escape, but it'd also be harder to uh for zombies to get up. Like all at once, at least since there's that choke point at the stairs. Uh, number two, if if we needed to escape, I would just start heading straight north, like as far as Canada or somewhere where it's like ice, ice cold. That way, at least all the running some if they're running zombies, they would be slowed down, like Why? a lot. Are we sure about uh, that, that though? Yeah. What makes you think that? Because so, it's so cold. And World War Z. <laughs> so in World War Z, like. The, the snow turns out to be a really good thing. Because, yeah, they basically, like... The, zo- the zombies don't freeze to death, but they... Yeah, they, they freeze up and they can't move if it gets cold enough. Yeah. But we don't know that. Mm-hmm. I would still head up north. The back roads and whatnot. So as not to, uh... What you call it? Hit any traffic. But, of course, there would be. Uh, military base, I guess, would be the second best. Just go where the guns are. Uh, I don't but know. You can have a bunch of macho military men there. They're going to mess you up more than the zombies. Yeah. Well, not if they're marines. I mean, good yeah. marines, disciplined marines. If there's a chain of command, I'll, I'll be fine going there. And as soon as there's not a chain of command, I duck out quietly. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so I think you're on something at least as far as get get out of town, get out of cities, because obviously that's yeah, where anywhere gonna be, heavily populated. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be just naturally that's gonna be where the the, mo the zombies are most heavily populated because there's just more people to infect. But also, we just have to assume that the zombies aren't just gonna wander around mindlessly in a horde. Like they're gonna gravitate still to whatever the food is, like it's some base instinct. So, like if you're in the middle of the wilderness, you're less likely to encounter zombies. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't know where the fuck I'd go. I guess it depends on this, like how dire it is. If we all had to just duck into a store, yeah, it would be a Costco or a, a Walmart or something. And then if I was at a Walmart, it would just be like, <laughs> you killed the zombie Walmart. <laughs> he was a zombie? <laughs> uh, Walmart sells guns, right? Costco doesn't. Not right Correct. here. At least not in yeah, the store. No. Yeah, yeah. So that's a plus. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I gotta get out, get out of the get out of Big Bear. I'd go to the uh, Sugar Loafer up in Big Bear and hang out there. Yeah, there it is, <laughs> north. Like a a Home Depot. Like, but also no food though. There's no food or water, but <laughs> but they have those seeds and soil. But <laughs> yeah, you can grow your own food. Um, yeah. There'd be water. Maybe water, but yeah, right. but but um, but if you had get the Home Depot, then you'd have like all the tools you needed to like build a fort. <laughs> so we could really do some A team shit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you'd have plenty of stuff to make weapons. Yeah. And most Home Depots still they have like a hot dog cart in front, so there'd be a little bit of food. Probably something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it'd be it'd be tough to. Yeah. What you'd really need is what? like. Home Depot that was like across from <laughs> Costco and then build a wall around it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or or I don't know, maybe I'd go to Disneyland. Hmm. Because why not? <laughs> zombies gonna... no lines. Yeah, no <laughs> <way>. <laughs> zombies are gonna get me eventually. I might have some fun with some booby traps, running them over with bobsleds and I don't know. It'd be kind of funny. Zombieland was at a carnival, right? They should do yeah. it at Disneyland. So. All right. Let's rate this. We usually rate our movies on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute garbage. Seven being perfection. I will give this a six. That's not a perfect film. I can't give it that. But six, easy for me. Scott. Uh, also a six. Uh, very watchable. Um, one of my favorite horror movies. And if if not for the some of the Evil Dead stuff, probably my favorite zombie movie. Um, and and again, I'm not, I'm no aficionado uh, on this stuff, so uh, I don't want to blaspheme and say like it, it's necessarily better than the Romero stuff. But I haven't really watched that, so like I don't know that I've ever watched from beginning to end the original Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, me either. I should watch that. Yeah, I have, and I've definitely watched this one more, and I think they're just different. So it's, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think what's our crossover list? We'll talk about this. Alex, what do you rate it? I'm also going to give this a six. Uh, I can't watch this movie every day. It's, it's a little bit too intense, but it's awesome. And, and more so for just the, uh, it's at least it's help. In pop culture and bringing like zombies back in vogue, 
for a while there, there was too many zombie movies. That was like the go-to thing for video games, movies, you know, and whatnot. But now it's starting to peter off a little bit. Now we got like a nice, a nice balance going. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I don't even are those sh- Walking Dead still on the air, right? Yeah, but nobody watches it. <laughs> I was gonna say, and they have the fear of the Walking Dead. Like they was, that's too much. But mm-hmm. um, all right. Yeah, but Zombie right. Land Two is coming out soon too. Did it already come out? I think, yeah, I think it's already out. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, um, on to our crossover topic, which is top remakes. So movies that you know obviously existed before, and it was a complete remake. So not a, a, a sequel, but an actual remake. Does that make sense? Simple yes. enough. Yes. We'll go from there. Sure. All right. Now. My number five, I already have a uh, question on it. It it would be higher. Oh, you know what? Forget it. I'm, I'm... Dunstan checks in. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. Fistful of titties and... three. <laughs> My number five, and you guys are probably going to, being the foreign film buffs that you are, are going to disagree with me. But my number five is The Departed. Okay. No, that was so, a remake. That's a remake. Yeah. Okay. I know. But I, I'm trying to do this. Actually, I guess I'm trying to make my list better than the original. Okay. So that's how I did mine. And so I haven't I think seen guys... the original, so I can't judge. So, okay. so four, four out of my five are, are that. <laughs> what I had to put on here, just for reasons you'll see in a second. Okay. So yeah, Departed. If you don't know, is based off of a, it's a Chinese or Hong Kong movie, Infernal Affairs, uh, which I liked. But I like part. I just like the cast and everything of Departed. That just puts it over the top for me. But. That's my number five. Scott. Uh, my number five is it's not a movie I particularly enjoyed. Um, it's definitely not better than the original. But it, it's a fucking amazing remake nonetheless for various reasons. <laughs> That's the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's got it all. Do you, do you, do you, do you want to see him like... Does it have bees? Yes, it's got bees. <laughs> oh, it's, sweet. It's got... Like Nicolas Cage going ham on on women that are like half his size. <laughs> uh, mostly, just got Nick Cage in full Nick Cage mode. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I really don't need to say more about this. Um, if anybody hasn't seen this, go do yourself a favor. Uh, I actually haven't seen it. I mean, we've all seen the. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. all know about the B thing, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, that alone gets it onto this list. Nice. All right, Alex, number five. My number five, I really love this movie, but it's kind of a bit of a cheat because it's only like a half remake and the rest is a sequel, and I'm talking about Evil Dead 2. Okay. It kind of turns out, well, it definitely turns out better than the original, in my opinion. But yeah, it's a whole weird, even with and going from two to three also, yeah, that was not so much a remake, but it kind of fills in a lot of extra stuff in the backstory. Now, two, two's definitely a remake. It's, it's basically what he really wanted to do with the first movie, but then he had, like, more of a budget and time to do what he wanted. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. it's comparable to... I don't know. Do you guys have El Mariachi Desperado on your list? Yeah, it's no. the same That same thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where Robert Rodriguez yeah. made that movie for, like, $20. Right. <laughs> and he got a budget with Antonio Banderas. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I also one. haven't seen the uh, the actual Evil Dead remake that they did a few years back. Yes, I haven't seen that either. Same here. Uh, I refuse to see it. Um, slight, <laughs> uh, slight bit of trivia here. So I was watching this movie that I hadn't seen in like 20 years the other day called Indian Summer. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just kind of light drama about these these adults that go back to the summer camp in Canada because um, they're invited by the guy that ran the place. And, um, and they, they kind of all go through, like, what it was like for them there as a kid and blah, blah, blah. Um, the whole time there's just, like, this weird assistant guy that's there that's, like, this, like, I don't know, he's got, like, high-level Asperger's or something. And the whole time I'm like, who is this guy? Like, he seems very familiar, but he's just this doofus. And he's actually doing, like, a lot of slapstick stuff. It turns out it's Sam Raimi. Well, Sam Raimi had, like, <laughs> this, this, like, starring role in this movie. Well, it's, it's an ensemble cast. It wasn't like he was in the whole movie, but... Uh, it's just such a weird idea that he, <laughs> he was in this for me. Like, I don't know. It almost made me want to go back and watch it again. Interesting. Hmm. Never, never seen it. Yeah. All right. My number four. This is the one I had at five, but I moved to four. It's Dread. I don't nice. know... I, it's like Judge Dredd in this. I don't know if it's a remake. It's like just a different yeah, telling of the same it, comic it book almost, character. You know what, Jeff? It, I'll say it counts because the Stallone was so fucking terrible. That, <laughs> Double that, whammy. That this this one like puts it back on track. So, but yeah, I thought I, I thought know, about it. Didn't have Dredd Rob Schneider. Yeah, it didn't have Rob yeah. Schneider. Mm. But like I said, this is more just the retelling of the comic book. It's not like a remake of the original movie. But whatever, I wanted to put it on here. So. It's badass. Dread. We I think we all loved it. We did an episode on it a while back, so go check it out. That's my number four. Scott. Uh, my number four, it's kind of like in the same vein as Dread. It's it's it did have I think aspects from previous version versions, but um and I I know this this one's gonna be higher than you guys' list, but uh the uh the two thousand and five, six, seven I don't know. Uh Adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know it's one of you guys' favorites, um, but it's, it's yeah, my entire Jane Austen collection. Yeah, you celebrate your entire mm-hmm. collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's such a weird thing for me because I've tried. I, I read Pride and Prejudice after seeing this this version, and I hated it. <laughs> I did not enjoy it at all. Um, but there's something about the, this movie it was uh, directed by Joe Wright. Um, who's, who's done some cool, cool things, uh, and Kira Knightley is fantastic in this. That's probably the biggest reason. Um, but yeah, I, for whatever reason, I really enjoyed this movie. So Pride and Prejudice, the Kira Knightley one, not the one with zombies. I I watched that one. And I was like pretty mad about the whole thing. Hmm. I only I didn't see the remake. I just saw the one we had to watch in English class or whatever. Uh, and... Sucks to your eyes, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, number four. My number four is I didn't know this was a remake until well, we had to study it in class for one of my film classes, I believe. But it is Twelve Monkeys, and, and the original the original is actually a French film, but it's all told except for one scene. It's all told in still pictures with uh, narration of the main character, which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, 12 Monkeys is a pretty good, really good remake. It takes the spirit of the original 
and uh, really does it justice. It's awesome. If you haven't seen Twelve Monkeys, go do that right now. Yeah, you guys should add that to your list. I've seen it once, but I really don't remember it. I don't know. You didn't seem to like the last Terry Gilly mounting we did, Jeff. Yeah. Which what was that one? Brazil. We didn't do Brazil, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. absolutely did Brazil, Jeff. <laughs> mm-hmm. This year, too, recently. Yeah. Wasn't that long Was ago. I on? Yes. Remember, because yeah. you didn't really like it. Or maybe you thought it was oh. okay. I don't know. I don't think you were angry. No, I'm looking at my notes now. It's so British, it hurts. Okay. That's <laughs> <my> notes. <laughs> Taped dog's butthole. Okay. I do not remember it at all. Um... Your number right. three. Number my number three is damn it. Now I, my list is all the way back to that. I, gotta, <laughs> I have a notebook with all of these things here. Oh, uh, the Ocean's notebook? Eleven. Oh, hey, that's my number three too. Hey, same uh, here. Oh wow. Actually, that's not true. I take that back. It's not my number three, <laughs> but close to it. <laughs> okay. Um, I haven't even seen all of the original. I've seen bits and pieces of it on TV, and I think my dad or mom watched it back when I was younger, but whatever. That thing was garbage. The original yeah, was it is awful. Un- it is nigh unwatchable. <laughs> it is yeah. awful. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the remake with with, all, with everyone in Hollywood, uh, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Sutterberry. Uh, yes. I think we did a whole episode on this, too, so yeah. I won't talk about it yep. any further. Yep. That's my number mm-hmm. three. Uh, Scott. Uh, number three, uh, not Ocean's Eleven, uh, it's Casino Royale. And this one's also kind of cheating. Because uh, I don't know how much it borrowed from the, the original David yeah. Niven one. It's the same title. Same, same, same title, and then it does feature <laughs> Casino. Uh, yeah, there's the chair with no bottom in both. Really? Yeah. Because oh. Woody Allen goes to sit in a chair, and then it falls right through. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Casino Royale. I was, I had that on the background the other day. It's uh, a good movie. The, uh, yeah, the the chair scene is kind of uncomfortable. Just tossing that out there. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. That guy did die knowing that he scratched his balls, though. <laughs> yep. But did the rest of the world know that, though? That was the thing. <laughs> well, it's you know you got to have double O clearance to know that. Yeah. Alex, number three. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah. Okay. On to my number two, and this is Scarface. With Al Pacino. Yeah, that's so, the same way that uh, <laughs> a lot of our remakes are on this list. <laughs> this, yeah, I have not seen the original. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't think it had not. to do with the Cuban gangster. <laughs> no. Uh, but I love this movie. Um, when I found it. I found out that it was a remake. I had no idea. I guess it's on the DVD or something. They were talking about it. I was like, really? It's an old gangster whatever bullshit. But the movie is awesome. Once again, we did a movie on this. So I won't talk. Or an episode on this. So I won't talk about it. Scott, number two. Mike. Uh, number two is Ocean's Eleven. Everything you said, right. but they they actually took the veneer of cool that was supposed to be in the original movie and put it into this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the veneer of cool. All right. Alex, number two. My number two is, and i got to watch this again, True Grit. It's a fantastic Coen Brothers film. 
It was good. I liked it a lot. And I, at the when I saw it, I hadn't seen like a really good western in a long time <sighs> since I was due. I've seen it, but I don't even remember it. Matt Damon's in that one too. Hmm. He plays Lebeef. Alright. Well, you know who's not in my, in my number one. My number one is <laughs> Starring Kurt Russell. Yeah, I knew yep. it. Yep. And as Scott would say, David Keith, but the real answer is Keith David. Keith David. You sure about that? I'm positive on this. John Carpenter's The Thing. Yep. Mine too. And once again, I have not seen the original, but I've been told it sucks compared to the original. <laughs> compared to the remake. Um, it ain't Fuchs. I, I want to say we did an episode on this, but so long ago that wasn't even our normal, our new format. So maybe we should go back. Oh, to really? It. Oh, we yeah. should. I wonder, I wonder how we rate it. Yeah. Sneak Eight. peek, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven and a half. Seven plus. Yes. Um, all right. Scott, number one. Uh, the thing, of course. <laughs> best, best, my money, the best horror movie of all time. All right. Alex. If you guys don't mind, I wouldn't want to spend all the rest of the winter tied to this fucking chair. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> I want to go back I'm inside now. Well, better. Hey, man. It's hey, man. cold. It's cold out here, man. <laughs> I want to go back inside. Yeah. It ain't Fuchs. Eat your oatmeal. <laughs> I ain't going with Windows. You gotta be fucking kidding me. All right. <laughs> well, Alex, yeah, fuck one. you too. That's, <laughs> That's the thing. Good. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, fuck you too. All right. Uh, I had one honorable mention. It was Casino Royale. You guys have any? Uh, uh, Scarface was gonna dread, be dread. Dread. Okay. All right, well, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So, on to the world of hockey. Okay. Uh, if you guys know anything about, you know, the ice stick game. A little bit. Mm -hmm. As they used but... to call it back in, in the, the Danish times. Okay. Uh, player by John Carlson is having a phenomenal year so far. I like I had a hard time saying John Carlson. Like we're Eastern. It's an Eastern European name. I should have said Jan. Jarl Carlson. It's about as easy as they get when it comes to hockey player names, and you still fucked it up. Uh-huh. And uh, they're nominating him for the his uh, Chuck Norris trophy. I didn't know he played hockey. Oh, wow. That's, that's quite an honor. Yeah. I hope, I hope he wins it. I, I don't know who this guy is, but tons. I'm sure he deserves it. Yep. Oh, it's NHL player with the best uh, roundhouse kick. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> he gets people's heads off with his skate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's time for Neam News. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was yeah. Uh, before we get started here, uh, just just one one thing. So every once in a while, I'll see a hockey highlight, and one of the players will toss a puck over the the glass to, like a kid or something, uh -huh. like. I wonder how the often that it like fucking because the kids, if it like the puck like lands and like hurts them, because the pucks are are heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's still like soft I mean, part of a puck. Like I don't know. Yeah, it might give him a little bump, but it ain't gonna like 
destroy them or anything. They're just tossing it <laughs> like they're shooting it into the crowd. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, this is our final Halloween show for the for the year for the month. Happy uh, Halloween! Happy Halloween! Uh, so we're gonna do another round of quote trivia horror movie edition. Ooh. All right. So you guys ready? Uh, some of these are not going to be difficult, so be ready to go. Uh, for those that have never listened while we've done this, we've only done a few of these, but uh, what will happen is I will say the first and last word of a quote, and then these guys will, will guess what it is. You know, Obviously, you're free to try to guess in at home. Uh, and then can, I, can I do my own real quick, Scott? Shoot. Blank, blank, phone home. <laughs> uh, Jan Carlson. Mm-hmm. Scariest movie of all time. All right, and go. <laughs> uh, all right, and then if if they, they don't get it right away, then I'll, I'll start adding words into it as we go. So uh, most of these are going to be easy, but here we go. Uh, number one, I people. I eat people. I people. Remember horror movies. Yeah, I eat people. Uh, uh, y'all got it. Yeah. All right, this is gonna give it away. I see dead people. Oh, okay. okay. Not a horror movie. Yeah, it is. It counts. Yeah, it counts. Yeah. Okay. It's All right. Ghosts. All right, number two. Uh, get ready. Your boat. You're gonna You're need, gonna a, bigger need a bigger boat. Yep. Very good. From Blue. Character movie. <laughs> oh, uh, Brody, Chief Brody, and Jaws. All right. All right. Number three. A mother. A gigantic motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no. Fucker is the last word. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I can change it. A fucker. <laughs> uh, all right. This is a movie we did earlier this year. Horror movie. Yeah. A mother. Best friend is his mother. Yes. Oh. All right. Uh, spoken by uh, Psycho in Psycho. <laughs> Very good. Um, <laughs> all right. Psycho. Number four. I'm dinner. <laughs> You're dinner? I'm dinner. <laughs> I'm a totem pole. Hiya, hiya. <laughs> I'm dinner. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Almost. Or dinner. <laughs> or perhaps <laughs> lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm dinner. I'm going to be late for dinner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm having dinner. I have no idea. I'm yeah. having for dinner. Uh, I'm having him over for dinner. Eh, close enough. I'm ha- 
Yeah. <laughs> having a yeah. friend for dinner. Yes. Yeah, I'm having a friend for dinner. Oh, okay. Simon for the Lambs, actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Number five. Get bitch. Get away, Get from, away her, from, from her, bitch. bitch. Yeah, that works. I, I, think, I think between the two of you, you got Aliens. the one, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. This one's uh, kind of horror, but whatever. We're going with it. This stick is CNN. Oh, oh, this is my boomstick. Yeah, I thought about doing the whole quote, but it was like really long, so <laughs> we'll just do the most memorable part. All right. Say the movie, Army of Darkness. Yes. Yep. All right, number seven. Yes, Dick. Yes, this man is a dick. No, this man yes, has no dick. Ah. Has no dick. Yeah. Ah. Goes to the ghost, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Alex has no dick. Still. Uh, oh. All right. Number eight. All right, get ready. This one's going to be super easy. This clean. This house is clean. Yes. Oh. But you got to say it the right way, Jeff. This house is clean. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. Here's another one I haven't seen. Poltergeist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, this one might be a little tougher. We'll see. I'm fan. I'm a big fan. Fan. I'm your I'm fan. Number one fan. Yes. But I have no idea. The what Incredibles. That is. Uh, <laughs> Jason Lee. No. No. I uh, think. As Syndrome. I think Ka- Kathy Bates. Oh. Misery. Oh. Yes. Misery. Okay. And number 10. Do movies. Do you watch scary movies? Yep. Scream. Yep. Very good, boys. So yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> nice. Alex, uh, seeing as this is the new section, is there anything you wanted to, to mention? Uh, the Outer Worlds is out. Oh. The video game, new game by Obsidian, new RPG, and it's uh, pretty good so far. Played it. I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, it's what Fallout 4 should have been. Fallout in space. Mm-hmm. The writing's... Uh, Pretty good so far. The game mechanics are familiar yet refreshed. So yeah, I recommend check it out. All right. Speaking of in space, do we ever do like? And I'm thinking of that game. Was it Dead Space? Like horror games? Uh, do we ever do a horror game? I think we've talked about here? Resident Evil, either one of the movies or the games. I want to say should... it was one of the games because I've, I've, I still haven't seen. Uh, the first Resident Evil movie, at least. Really? That's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All downhill from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess yeah, I have a... something to say. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Alex? Nope. All right. Jeff, anything you want to go over? Nah. No, nah, I was kidding. I saw um, uh, the, uh, what the what the fuck? El Camino. There it is on Netflix. the The Breaking Bad movie that came out on Netflix. Yeah, there it is. Really good. Yeah, it, it's. I wanted a little bit more, but it was still really good. It's just a really long episode, and I just kind of I wanted a little bit more than that, but I still really liked it. If you're a Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul fan, definitely watch it. Um, you won't be disappointed. 
And they released a new Mandalorian trailer today. I think it's the final one. Okay. Yeah. What, it looks like Star Wars. When does the Disney service release? November 12th? 12th. Uh, I'm not sure. I need to find somebody to go have these on one of those. November 12th. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty cheap right now. I don't know, it's like $3 a month or something with some of these signings. But um, but yeah, November 12th. So that's that's what I'll be doing, watching Mandalorian. But I think, I don't know if you mentioned it, they're not going to be doing Netflix style. It's going to be one episode a week, which I kind of prefer. Okay. I know um, I know the, the DC streaming service does that for better or worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just I, depends on the show, really, because some does. shows need you. You need like some time in between to really like enjoy and soak everything in. Right, and if you talk about it with friends, like you know, it sucks when I'm like a Netflix show. You're like, oh, I'm not at that episode yet, right? So you don't talk about it. Where this, you can kind of you have a week to talk about the episode. It's kind of like when you go back to like Game of Thrones or whatever, right? You go to work, talk about the episode for a week, and then it's the next one. So, mm-hmm. Hope, hopefully, it's good. Um, I think it will be. I think it's more our Star Wars that we tend to like. I think just from the trailer and stuff that I've seen. But we'll find out. It's still Disney, so yeah, we'll see. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Happy Halloween! Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween! Jeff, change your Skype icon for the love of God. Yeah. H A double L O. W-W-E-N spells Halloween. Halloween. What is my icon? It's a killer clown from outer space. The puppet. (laughs) We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.